Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt with Iron Podcast. Freestyling a little bit this week. Uh, I didn't like the flow of my last podcast with having a script, I guess you could say. So I'm just going to be me. I think uh, part of this podcast is the Holy Spirit wanting to push me into it, kind of stretch my comfortability. And there's somewhere this is going to go, and I'm excited to see where it is. So this week, uh, man, one of my go-to Bible books, books in the Bible is Ephesians. I love every part of it. I love the whole Bible, of course, right? I have to say that. (laughs) Uh, But I find that Ephesians helps me the most uh, as a man of God, as a Christian, as a growing Christian, and just trying to grow in wisdom. So I'm going to start this week out with everybody with a test. Um, It's going to have to do with kind of living this new life. We're going to be in Ephesians 4. The title of this section of the Bible in this chapter is Living the New Life. Uh, In the message translation, uh, the old way has to go is the title of that. I want to read both these these translations because I think they play so well together. Um, The first one, uh, the CSB version, I'm out of this Tony Evans Bible. I have to say I really like it quite a bit. But when I ask you your test for this week... How do you feel right now? Like, how do you feel as a Christian person? Um, do you feel, um, not, to, not to go dark, but do you feel like when you do something wrong or when you're um, not necessarily listening to God or the Holy Spirit and uh, when he's guiding you to go where you want him to go or do you not feel that? And so what, the test this week is how do you feel right now with your walk with God? And I want to just start with that for a second. So this first translation, it says, Therefore I say this and testify in the Lord, you should no longer live as the Gentiles live in the futility of their thoughts. They are darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of their ignorance that is in them and because of their hardness in their hearts. They became callous and gave themselves over to promiscuity from the, for the practice of every kind of impurity with a desire for more and more. Man, there's a few things that stick out to that translation to me right away. You know, the first thing I think uh, is, you know, futility. I know that if I'm not living strategically, uh, when I think of futility, the opposite of futility to me maybe is strategically. So if I'm not living strategically, then I'm not sensing that. What is the strategy of your life right now? You know, like if I was to say, hey, ask yourself this question, what are you doing with your life? Do you know what God wants you to do with your life? Now, I rarely think that God ever lays out someone's entire life for them right away and says like, here's step one and there's the finish line. You know, I think he gives you parts, but are you strategically seeking that next stop, step that God wants you to take? Or are you living uh, in a futile lifestyle right now? Something to think about right away from there. They are darkened in their understanding, it said, excluded from the life of God. You know, I think sometimes to myself, you know, I, I know I'm saved and I, I know where I'm going. I know the end result for me. But when I'm not living for God or not seeking him at a different different level, I maybe in a sense I'm in a darker area as these war, as these verses shared. You could probably interpret this verse a little bit differently. But, you know, it says they're excluded from the life of God. You know, if I'm not on the path that God has for me, I'm not or I'm blatantly walking in the direction he doesn't want me to be. Um, I'm going to probably be excluded from the opportunities that he has for me. So like, are you, uh, first, are you living strategically? And in doing so, are you finding that sense of opportunity that God gives you? Are you walking in the light that he has for you, the life that he has for you? Uh, because of ignorance that is in them and because of their hardness of their hearts, they became callous and gave themselves over to promiscuity for the practice of every kind of impurity with a desire for more and more. So first things first. 
Are you building calluses? Now, I think you can build calluses from your past. You know, like you take the hardships and you move on. You take the hardships and you move on. It's like going to the gym every day, right? You wake up, you hit it hard, and your hands at first are miserable. But as you keep going, you can just start to lift more weight. And you got those calluses that protect your hands to do more if you're working in the fields or in a factory, maybe something like that. But what is your heart condition, the condition of your heart right now? Is it callous? Do you... Do you grieve when you sin? Do you feel that sense of, oh man, I crossed some lines I shouldn't have crossed, God, and I want to reset that. I want to do that over. You know, give me strength tomorrow. Or are you just more like, yeah, God, I'm sorry, I'll move on. And then do you do it again and do it again and do it again? So another test for you guys this week. What is the condition or the hardness of your heart? Are you building calluses in the right part of your life? Don't build calluses on your heart. Build calluses on your feet as you're walking the, the walk for God. Uh, build calluses on your hand as you lift people up to him and you're serving him. Build calluses in the right place, but not on your heart. Just a test to evaluate today. And in this message translation, it says, And so I insist, and God backs me up on this, that there be no going along with the crowd, the empty-headed, the mindless crowd. What do you go with on a day-to-day? Are you going against the flow, with the flow? I remember John Bevere had a great image of this in one of his books. I'm drawing a blank on which book it is. But he talks about, you know, he's going down this stream and he's paddling and he's going upstream while other people are passing by him and partying and having the greatest life ever. And he's working hard and working hard. And then in distraction, he goes along with it. You know, what are you doing right now? Are you paddling upstream? Are you taking that hard way? Or do you find yourself going with the flow? The best scenarios I can think of is what do you do on a day-to-day when you're in the office or at work? Do you join in the inappropriate jokes? Do you do people know you're a Christian? Maybe that's a better question to ask. Do they know you're paddling upstream? I'm not saying you have to walk in and say, hey, um, boom, I'm here, I'm a Christian, uh, repenter, you know, go to hell. I'm not saying something like that. What I'm saying is, do they actually know who you are and what you represent. You know, we're supposed to be ambassadors of Christ. How are you living today? Are you going with the crowd? These empty headed, mindless crowds. Um, So check your evaluation, another test. Where are you? Are you living strategically? Like I said, you know, it says here, they refuse for so long to deal with God that they've lost touch, not only with God, but with reality itself. Man, um, you can see that in the world today. I'm just going to leave that at that. Um, but we have lost touch with the world has lost a sense of reality. Where do you fit within that? Are you conforming or, um, you know, myself, I've been guilty of this somewhat in this, in this, um, season, um, to say, I'm just going to stay out of it. I'm just going to lay low and, you know, God want me to love these people and I can love, but I can stand up for what's right too, because, uh, what does it say for darkness to prevail? It just takes a man doing nothing. I'm terrible with quotes. So bear with me, (laughs) but I'm not going to be that man that does nothing. I want to be a man that stands in the gap. It may start with standing a gap in prayer and choosing to make the right choices on a day-to-day but what are you doing are you losing have you lost touch with god and reality itself bold question kind of a big question but maybe simplify it what is your relationship like with god are you still in touch with him does is he guiding your step by step by step by step is he even guiding your big steps to guide your little steps just things to think about this week uh, as we break into this next chapter throughout the the months months to come it says here they can't think straight anymore feeling no pain they let themselves go into sexual obsession addiction to every sort of perversion what a what a testament to statement sorry to to talk about that the world condition is in right now um, probably not even the world you can find this in your own backyard these people don't feel pain anymore 
And, you know, we can be, we can fall into that easier than you think. And to a sense, if you're listening to this now, are you falling into it now? Are you catching your little steps like you used to? I remember um, when I rededicated my life, you know, I, I was saved at a young age and I don't recall every aspect of it, but I heard someone say uh, a while back that, um, they, they may not remember the day that they were saved, but they remember the day that they recommit their life to God. And that's every day. They wake up every day and they take a step and they say, God, where do you want me to go today? My life is yours. Use me. And they're not falling into that, that darkness anymore. They're, they're, they're waking up with a sense of priority, a sense of purpose. And so this week, I just ask you to kind of check yourself on some of those things I challenge you with. Are you living differently? Are you living in your new life that you're called to? This may mean for some of you hitting a major reset. This could mean for some of you just chicken a few things, getting them into line. Maybe you're in a good spot yourself and you know people that aren't walking the walk or you're concerned for them. You know, in, in church today, our pastor was talking about um, activation within our community, I think if I remember it right. But he said, you know, are, are you serving your community? And are you serving what God wants you to do? Are you putting the weight on your local pastors? Are you putting the weight on the, you know, the big people that have a bigger uh, outlet or a bigger platform than you? We're all called to serve. We're all called to disciple. It's not optional. Um, I, I strongly believe that, that we are called to live a life of action. Now, the level of that action can vary, I think, for some. Uh, I think back to a, um, a message, a little short video that John Bevere, I think Messenger International put out, and they had this video where it talked about people and their callings on Judgment Day, and it was saying, like, this pastor comes up and he's being judged for what he didn't do, and it says, you know, you saved 200,000 people, for example. I forget the numbers, but he said 200,000 people, and he's like, but you could have saved you know, 1.2 million if you would have answered your call. I didn't call you to be a pastor. I called you to be an accountant. And if you were that accountant, you would have reached major corporations and changed so many lives, but you did what, you didn't listen to me. You didn't follow what I had for you. And then all of a sudden comes along this mother and she's, she's crying, I believe. And she says like, I'm sorry, God, I just didn't, I just didn't do with, with what I should. And he says, uh, you did exactly what I wanted you to do. You raised three amazing, I think it was three amazing children and they, they impacted millions of lives and you did what I called you to do. You did it because you were with me. You knew what I wanted you to do. So where are you right now? God's maybe not calling you to impact 30 million people. Maybe he is, but it all started with one step. And I think the step we got to start with this week is testing ourselves, testing the waters that we're in and saying, are we going with the flow right now? Are we going uh, against the stream? And against the stream may seem weird, but that's where God wants us. He wants us standing out. It doesn't have to be on a soapbox, on a corner of a street, yelling and holding a sign. It just has to be in the little things. Be faithful in the little things and he'll give you more. What that may be, I have no idea. I know anytime I'm faithful... God has given me a platform that sometimes I'm, I get goosebumps about. And sometimes I've, I've shrunk down and haven't answered the calling that I think he's given me and different seasons of God's given me different things. But I know I want to be more obedient than I ever have in the seasons to come because I want to do kingdom work. That's what we're here to do, right? Kingdom work. So I challenge you guys this week to hit that. Remember iron podcast, iron sharpens iron. I'm trying to grow our Facebook a little bit. So I appreciate any love. Please share this podcast with someone that you know, or if you have any feedback, hit me up because I love feedback, uh, whatever I can improve on. Again, I'm just one guy trying to spread this message because I think 
I'm being called to do this. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, not really sure where that is, but I thank you guys for listening again. Please share, hit that like button, wherever platform you're on. I just appreciate the love and support and look forward to getting regular podcasts out again. Have a great, great week, everybody.